Right, uh, let's get straight into the business of the day and let's share the word together. We are talking about seated and sealed. That's the new uh, series or teachings that we will be doing here henceforth. Uh, last time I did talk to you about a number of things that were just laying foundations. And this morning I want us to get into helping us to understand the benefits of being seated in the heavenly places with the Lord Jesus Christ in him. The two things we seated with, like you are sitting with your neighbor, at the same time, we are seated in him. That's power. Unfortunately, I will not be able to see the screen or to read from the screen, but you guys, you see the screen. Let's read our scripture so that people can understand our theme scripture, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 5 and 6, which says, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ by grace you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Last Sunday I did try, not last Sunday, the other Sunday, I did try to explain those three together so that we could understand. But this morning I want us to read this together with Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19 and 20. I think they are showing on the screen, isn't it? Yes. Verse 19 says, Which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. God bless the reading of his word. I want to pray. Let's pray. Our God and our Father, this morning we are so grateful that we can sit at your feet like Mary. Lord, we have chosen well according to your word to sit at your feet and be fed of your word. For your word is our bread. Your word says men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from your mouth. This morning, speak to us. This morning, nourish our spirits, nourish our inner men. This morning, remind us of who we are in Christ Jesus and the things you have done for us that, Father, we may live accordingly. We give you praise, we give you honor and glory and all majesty. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Right, there are two things here that I need us to understand first. In Ephesians 2, verse 6, we all by now understand that we have been raised. We were dead, we were made alive with the Lord Jesus Christ. 
congratulations, you are no longer dead in your trespasses. If you find yourself still dead in your trespasses, in sins and all that kind of stuff, it's not that God has not done anything. It's that you are choosing to remain dead. But I pray that all of us here have chosen life because we have been given life. We have been made alive and given power and authority over sin. Sin can no longer hold us at ransom. Ladies and gentlemen, we have authority over sin. We rule over it, not the other way around. Hallelujah. So we have not just been made alive, but God elevated us took us with Christ and made us sit with him together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We did explain that this was a position of power, a position of kingdom, a position of reigning. This is where you are. Let me just say this to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, like I said last time, this is not mathematics or anything else. This is the reality of who you are. This is your reality. You're walking the earth, but you don't understand the power you have. You don't understand the authority that you have. There is no one on earth, humanly speaking, who is more powerful than you today. The so-called kings, presidents, and prime ministers, they have got the power of the world. But you have got the power that is more powerful than the power of the world. You, you are a representation of the king of kings, the king of glory. Can you imagine you represent the most powerful kingdom that the world will ever know, the kingdom of our God? If only we could understand or take time to understand who we are in Christ Jesus, I think we will always celebrate. Hallelujah. So let me get to Ephesians 1, where we read to see. Before God raised you and me, God is an amazing God. Please, the way he does things, they, they just confuse your human mind. He raised Jesus, yeah, in verses 19, and set him in the heavenly places. You remember where you read? Not only sitting him in the heavenly places, but at his right hand. Because God being God, Jesus was made to sit on his right hand. And then, not only that, the Bible says far above everything you can imagine. Every principality, every power, every might, every dominion, and every name. Named now. Or even in the future, Jesus is still above it. And then God comes and takes you and me as believers and they place us there. Far, far above. You get that? This morning I want us to understand this. I think that's my number one point. Your benefit of sitting with the Lord Jesus Christ is that you are seated far above principalities and powers. I hope it shows there. That's where you are. What does this mean? We have been raised above this world by his grace. 
That's why you guys, you have heard people confess. You guys confess. I'm above only and not beneath. How many people have confessed that scripture? You're praying, Lord, I'm above only and not beneath. Go away, Satan, I'm above you. What does it mean? You are seated up there, above only, and never beneath who? The principalities that want to torture you. The powers that want to control you. The rulers of darkness that want to show up and deceive you. You are seated above them. Eh? And not beneath them. Meaning they cannot have influence over your life. Because you are above them. Seated with Christ. What does this mean? I wanted us to understand that the world, that the world, the world there, where I said you have been raised above the world, is not the earth, ladies and gentlemen. There are two things. The earth and the world. These are two spiritual concepts. The earth is what you see you are walking on and the like. And this is what the Lord has given you to have dominion over. This is what the, the Lord has given you to rule over and to use. The earth is yours. Remember the Bible says the earth has been given to the sons of men. That's our possession here. The earth. But you and me are seated above the world. What does it mean? The word world is talking about the systems that rule. Be they heavenly or earthly. Eh? Those are the systems that we are talking about as the world. The patterns that rule over the earth. The systems that rule over the earth. Be they economic systems, political systems, spiritual systems, and every ladies and gentlemen, they are there. You know them, you see them. They hound you, they control you. They influence a lot of things. Your politics, your economics, your this and that are run through or by these systems, which are of men and which are of the prince of the air, which controls the world, which is Satan. Or Satan, if you want to honor him in good pronunciation. <laughs> you get what I'm talking about. And, and God has raised you above these systems, these principalities, these powers, these mighties, these dominions, which are kingdoms, God took you and put you there. The moment you believe the Lord Jesus Christ, you are elevated to that position. So that these systems that make people poor, they don't make you poor. These systems that make people sick, they don't make you sick. These systems that do whatever harm they do to you, it does not harm you because you are hidden in the Lord Jesus Christ. Far above. That's who you are. Do I make sense this morning? Because I need you to understand this. So you can see the power invested in you by his death and his resurrection and his shedding of the blood. It was not just an event. It was something more special. I'll show you just now. Are you with me there? Let's move on so that we can make good use of our time today. 
The second thing that I want us to see there in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 19, which is a benefit, is that we are seated at the right hand of God in Christ. It is Christ at God's right hand, but you are in Christ and therefore at God's right hand. I was thinking when they were singing this song, Open the Eyes of My Heart, that I may see you, eh? That's the song we're singing. And I was just thinking there and say, Lord, help us indeed to see. We might not see you physically, but spiritually we are with you every second of our lives and we don't see it. We don't see it. Why? Because we are so obsessed with the physical. We are so obsessed with the earth things. We are so obsessed with what we see, which is sight. And the, our sight obsession, you know what? It, it, it blinds our faith obsession. Because these things are faith things. And then we fail to realize the mighty that we are in. And that we hold over the physical things. Because we are very powerful. Why do you look scared? Am I scaring you? Or you are just thinking about the power that is invested in you. That's exactly what you have. At the right hand of God in Christ. What does this mean? It means that we rule the world by the power and wisdom of Christ. We are not using our power, but Christ's power. That's why the Bible says it's not going to be by mighty nor by... It's not going to be mighty or by power, but by the Spirit. The spirit of wisdom, the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ, who gives us everything to do what we ought to do. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, the kingdom of God is a powerful kingdom, is a spiritual kingdom. The CEO of it is the Holy Spirit. And all of us here are directed and our steps are ordered by the Holy Spirit. Yeah? And he is the one who reveals this wisdom of God in us so that we can actually rule here using God's wisdom. The Bible says when good men do nothing, evil triumphs. And you wonder why there's so much evil around us or even amongst us. It's because you and me are not doing what we ought to be doing. We have believed the lie that we are human. Excuse me, we are more than human. We are supernaturals. We are sons of God. He doesn't give birth to the flesh. He gives birth to the spirit. So unless you and me understand that we are more of spiritual beings than physical beings, our rule here becomes just like the world. Because we begin to go to their schools and learn their wisdom, which is skewed up. We learn their schemes and everything else, and we want to run the kingdom of God based on their systems. It cannot happen, ladies and gentlemen. We got our own system, which is the manifold wisdom of God. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 3 together, verse number 10. Let's, let's read that scripture together. It says, I am reading. It might not appear there, but it says here, 
to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church, not anyone else, to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places where you and me are sitting. I need us to understand this, that according to the spiritual principles of God, you and me are functioning and operating in the heavenly places, which also includes your physical earth, because it's another heavenly place. Ladies and gentlemen, by heavenly, we are not talking about the earth things only. That side. That is a reference of the various kingdoms around our lives. And our duty as the church, the reason why we are seated on God's side, seated with the Lord Jesus Christ, it means we are seated in God's wisdom. Eh? So that we can make this wisdom understood by the principalities. And the powers. And when they understand this wisdom, they will not be in a position to influence yeah? wrong behaviors and thoughts amongst the people in the world. Your role and your duty as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ is to show the wisdom of God to the world. What are you talking when you are talking to people? Is there any wisdom in it? The wisdom of God. What are you saying to people around you? When you meet people, you talk to them, do they remain, you know, marveling at what you are saying, marveling at your words, or they just take you as part of them? Because when they take you as part of them, it means you were operating in their own wisdom. But when they remain, you see, puzzled and wondering, what is this man saying? What is this sister saying? The manifold wisdom. The deep wisdom of God. You get what I'm talking about? You and me, if we were led by the spirit of God, depending on our position, we are supposed to open our mouths every time and what comes out is something the world has not heard it's something that the world does not know. Because we have the spirit of God and we are with Christ. The Bible says they realized that Simon, Peter, and the disciples were not educated men. But the things they were talking, the things they were saying, whenever they addressed anyone, be it the powers, be it the rulers, be it the principalities, wherever they were, they left them dumbfounded. They left them wondering until one day they realized that these guys had been with Jesus. Remember, they were with Jesus physically, which was not a holistic position. But you and me, and now with Jesus every day because we are in him and he is in us. You see, in those days they walked on the streets with Christ by the side. Physically. 
And he rubbed himself onto them so much that when they talk, people would be hearing Jesus. But now, Jesus walks the streets inside of you and me. So much that when we talk, earth must bow. When we talk, principalities and powers must salute. Because the king of kings is talking through you because he is inside of you. That's why I asked the question, whose wisdom are you functioning and operating in? This of God, which you have been cut to speak to the world around you. If we are not speaking it, ladies and gentlemen, nothing changes. Nothing, listen to me, the education of this world, the politics of this world, the economies of this world, the systems of this world will not change human life, cannot change anything. They have been on it for centuries, but the world is still going down and down and down and down and down every minute. And you're looking at it. What changes things is this wisdom. And no one else has this wisdom except you and me. Because we are seated in it. We're functioning in it. Hallelujah. Do I make sense? Please talk to your neighbor and say you are wise, man. It's, you, so, you, you are wiser than you think. You have the wisdom of God. So think and do things. Wherever you are, in your company, you must be a Joseph. Yeah? When things aren't going well, they must call for you. Where is that girl? Where is that boy? Where is that man? Where is that woman? Where is that old man? Where is that Kulu? Because when you speak, their things begin to move. Because you have the spirit of God inside of you. Are you with me this morning? Maybe that's why you need to be participating and standing as candidates in the coming elections. So we can go and vote for you and vote for wisdom, vote for wise men and women who will sit on that seat in the mayor's chamber. I've been there several times. It's a nice picture. Yeah. It's only that it has been used for all along by crazy people. It doesn't produce the wisdom of God that will heal Bulawayo, that will change Bulawayo, that will bring about the development and the growth that we are looking for. But this morning I'm talking to such wise men and women who are supposed to be understanding who they are and then find their ways in those echelons of power to influence principalities to influence powers, to influence dominions and mighty. Ladies and gentlemen, the principalities of the world, they keep themselves in their closed chambers because they know you have been taught a lie that as Christians you must not contest for political office at whatever level. And they enjoy there. You can come here, pray, talk, do anything. It doesn't impact on them because you aren't there. You hate me even if you kept quiet. 
talk to your neighbor and say, you hear it. You hear it. We have the wisdom. We are the people of the time. We are the people of the hour. We are the people of the moment. Every moment we are the people. And so let's do it. Hallelujah. What's the other benefit I must get into my time frames? Number three, we have been reconciled with God. Sitting or seated with Christ, it's all about reconciliation. Romans chapter 5, verse 10. Let's read Romans chapter 5, verse 10. Please open your Bible. Let's get there. It might not appear. Romans chapter 5, verse number 10. Romans chapter 5, verse number 10. The Bible says, For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. You can read on and go on and on. But I wanted us to understand that the reason Christ died, it was about reconciliation. The reason he rose from the dead and with us together and seated with him in the heavenly places in him, it is about reconciliation. Once upon a time, because of the sin of Adam, we were drawn so far away from God. We were without God. Yeah? We were by ourselves in the world, moved by religion and human cultures and all those other things. But God, because he so loved us, he needed us back to him because we are his after all. Yeah? So he had to do the reconciliation rituals which is the death of Christ on the cross and the resurrection and the ascension so that he would bring us to him. Now you and me are seated with God, reconciled with God, seated with God. We will never be without God again. We will never be far away from God again. He is with us always till the end. That's why he says, I will always be with you till the very end because we are seated with him. There is no day when you have moved from your sitting in Christ Jesus. You might not feel God near you, but the truth is he is there. He, guys, these are not issues of feelings. These are issues of faith. These are issues of believing. Your, 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 your present reality is about faith, believing, not about feelings. Your feelings will tell you God is in heaven. You are here. Please dismiss the feeling and say, excuse you, Mr. Feeling. I am seated in the heavenly places with Jesus in him at the right hand of the Father. So I can lean on the shoulders of the Father. Whether I feel it or not, I am there. Are you with me this morning? And you reign and rule from that position. So we have been reconciled with God. We have been brought back to God. Ladies and gentlemen, we are not only the people of God. We are with God. We dwell in him. He dwells among us. He's with us always. 
in your hardships, in your whatever you, God is with you. You are in him. Don't look for God up there or on trees or on things or on all these things that they will give you to protect you, the wool, the this and the oil and all that kind of stuff. Leave that stuff away. Take that oil and cook your food if it is the edible oil or just do your hair with it. It has nothing to do with your protection. You are in Christ. Are you with me this morning? Yeah? That will take it and do your jersey for your dog or for your, for your babies. And don't waste things. They will never protect and preserve you. There are many things you people have been taught that you are keeping to say, this preserves me. There is nothing like that. You are preserved in Christ. That's why the Bible says you are rooted in Christ. Yeah, you are grounded in him. You are complete in him and hidden in him. Not in things. Go and sell those things. Take money and start a business. That will help you. Hallelujah. You heard me. We are in Christ. That's why the Bible says in him we live, we move, and we have our being because we've been reconciled. We've been brought back. Now we are living in him. And in him, this is where we live. This is where we move. This is where we have our being, our nature, our kind. This is where we have us in him. Not in the world, not in cultures, not in religion, not in anything else, but in him. Talk to your neighbor and say, I live in him. You are my neighbor, guess what? But I am in Christ Jesus. That's where I am and that is who you are. Hallelujah. I'm loving myself and enjoying myself here. I'm just being so careful not to jump. Very disciplined. My point number four, which will be the last one for the day, too much information confuses a lot of people. What does it mean? What's the benefit of seated with Christ Jesus? This means we can now approach his throne with confidence. The Bible says with boldness. Guess what? We are no longer begging our father. We are seated with the father. We play on his lips. Mm -hmm. Father at home, you are sitting on that couch and your kids are around you. They are jumping all over you and they want your attention every time. This one is pulling you this way, this one to him, this one, that, that, that. And they want a lot of things and the teacher says it's okay. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Very few of us say no when we know the thing is not going to harm the person. And we know it is of, for their good, we say yes. That's exactly the picture here, ladies and gentlemen. We now have this confidence to approach the Father and say, Daddy, look at what they are doing. Look at what they are saying. And the Daddy acts. I love telling stories. It will not be complete if I don't tell a story. This other time, where I work some years ago, I had a dream. Remember, dreams are spiritual, some of them. 
I am getting into my office, old mutual building. This whitish brownish dog appears and blocks me. It stands on my way and it stands on two legs and it is saying something but it can't speak in the mouth. It has no teeth but it is saying something. It's a big giant of a dog and uh, is saying something in whatever. And I just say to the dog, Devil, I recognize your schemes. Get out of my way. And the dog gets on four legs, puts the tail under the legs, and disappears. I get into the office three days later. I pass by the PA's office. I'm going to mind. There are a number of gentlemen in the PA's office. And there's one gentleman, he is on a call. He is phoning there. I stand by the door here. I'm waiting for my turn that she saves all these people and then when they are gone, it will be my turn. I'm standing there saying nothing verbally. But I realized that in the spirit I was saying a lot by my mere presence. Because the gentleman phoning left his phone and they jumped on me. And they pushed me so vigorously and said, you are disturbing me. I am phoning. You are making noise. So much that if there was no wall, I would have been thrown out of the door down. Yeah? I didn't say a word, but he said I was making noise. Uh-huh. Hello. When you know who you are, you make noise to the principalities, to the powers. You don't have to say a word. You just have to show up. Talk to your neighbor and say show up. You just have to show up. When you show up, you speak more than your words. Yeah? He left that space. I was a bit annoyed in the spirit. He left and went into his office. He was an expatriate. I went to his office. I couldn't leave it there. I had a business to finish, to sort. I went, stood by the table there and said, my brother, say everything you want to say because when I speak, you shall not speak again. Ah, he went, you think you are holy. You think you are this. I hate you. This. Yeah. And I'm standing there. The demon is busy accusing me. This. Uh-huh. Then he sits down. I say, are you done? He says, yes. And I say, listen here. I shall say this only once. I am in charge of the spiritual matters of this ministry and this organization in Zimbabwe. Because you hate me, you are my enemy, according to your words, it means you are my father's enemy. So me and my father don't want to see you here again. Goodbye. 
One month down the line, he wrote a resignation letter and left Zimbabwe. I said this to annoy you so you can understand the authority that you have. How many times do demonic spirits torture you? Cause you panic at work and everywhere else. They block you, they deny you every kind of service that is to you. And you just say, ah, we are in the world. Ah, this is how Zimbabweans behave. Leave me alone. Me, I don't approach it that way. I approach it from the spiritual realm. You deny me your service. I will make sure you are not there the next morning. So somebody who can serve people better takes your That's the power you have. That's the authority you have. Your presence speaks better, bigger. Your presence annoys the principalities. It annoys the powers. It annoys the rulers. It annoys them in the heavenly places. Your mere presence. Don't beg. Please talk to your neighbor and say, don't beg. You are not a beggar. You are a ruler. You, you are in charge. That's why you are seated with Christ at the right hand of the Father. We reign in this earth with the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's go and do likewise. In the next coming months, until 23 August, you can make 10,000 of demonic spirits flee if you choose to. Go and do it. Heaven backs you up. God bless you. I love you, Hot. Let's enjoy the day. I was going to say at the beginning, today you were free to take pictures because this is the first and the last setup. Right, but then I forgot. But let's bow our heads and pray. Our God and our Father, this morning we are so grateful to you that your word is sharper than any double-edged sword. It separates that which is of the flesh and that which is of the spirit, that which is of the world and that which is of your kingdom. And this morning, thank you that your word reveals to us the things of our God. We give you praise and honor over this. We are not asking for the anointing. We are anointed. We are not asking for your presence. We are in your presence. Lord, we thank you that you will help us and order our steps so that we can walk like people who are dwelling in your presence all the days of our lives, that we may manifest your kingdom, that we may share your manifold wisdom with the world, that, Lord, we may show your goodness and your faithfulness in everything that we do. This morning, thank you for healing all of us who are not well. Thank you for ministering to our physical men. Thank you, God, for intervening in our different circumstances and issues. Thank you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen and amen.